What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My mind's playing tricks on me. Why won't it let me be? Look inside and try to find, but nothing seems to give me sweet Self-Helpless with Kelsey Cook, Delaney Fisher, and Taylor Tomlinson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Self-Helpless. I'm Delaney Fisher. I'm Taylor Tomlinson. And I'm Kelsey Cook. And oh my gosh, do we have an episode today. Um, One of my favorite people is here today, good friend of mine, uh, successful television producer, wonderful mother, uh, hilarious and all-around stunning woman, inside and out, Jessie Sella, everybody. Yes. You've never seen me actually mother. <laughs> I, you know, I have. I've seen you kind of mother indirectly. We went to a bachelorette party together, and bitch was pumping was. during all the activities. Okay, hey, that is somebody who gives a shit about that kid. <laughs> yeah, that's if a warrior. That kid was me. Be like, you take the formula. Adios. <laughs> but right. yeah, You're right. I sat there topless. Oh in my the cabin god, yeah. And just pumped in yeah. front of strangers. Oh my god, while we were like binge drinking. That's true. So oh my you're god. a fucking warrior. Thank you. Um, and and the fact that you. Didn't you have like a lot of um, uh, dietary restrictions? Because I did. Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter was uh, had a ton of food allergies, but when they're little, mm. you don't test them like you would like an adult, where you can like blood test them and you know give them a bunch skin of things. Test, and they, yeah. Exactly. Skin test. I'm sorry. So we just had to eliminate everything from my diet. So oh, I was oh. yeah. So I was basically eating protein and vegetables. I couldn't have dairy, soy, you know, eggs corn coconut like just random things fish uh, shellfish like anything you, you can coconut? think of Dude. it was fish so, well fish shellfish yeah it's actually really a, a big allergy so i was basically off everything and when when they did the main ones coconut and corn were like two of the so ones with, oh sorry no you're fine like when she still had sorry tmi they test their poop for blood in their stools yeah. and oh, she, oh, still, yeah. she still had blood in her stool so i had to eliminate more so i was just oh my god basically off everything Jesus. so i did bring my own food Dude, to the bachelorette party pumping oh she brought God. her own food and i'm telling you 
she was still extremely fun. Like, oh. I, I'm serious. I was gonna say. Like, I, the fact and that. And she sucked. Oh, no, like, I, I just couldn't believe, like, you had all this stuff going on, and you were a pleasure to hang out with. Oh, and well, I mean that you. sincerely, because, like, wow. some people don't got anything going on, and they suck to hang out with. So it's yeah. like, it was, it was, it was great. Well, and we talked you. a little bit about this, and I'm so happy that you're here. Our topic today is postpartum depression. Uh, so thank you for being here. Thank and you being, for having me. Yeah, of course, and being willing to open up about this. Sure. I know this topic isn't super easy to talk about, mm-hmm. and I know that you're going to help a lot of people oh, by I hope talking so. about your, your experience. Um, so why don't we kick it off with uh, your favorite or least favorite quote, and then we can get into the meat. Okay. <laughs> so you guys always do like punchy, quick, like, oh, yeah, that speaks to me so well. <laughs> so I'm going to say my quote, and it's going to make no sense. So my favorite quote that I say all the time, surprisingly, is, it never dawned on me you could be a jerk in a wheelchair. I don't know. That makes no sense. Where's that from? No, I totally get that. Do you get it? Yes, I do. What show is that from? Oh, no, I don't know what show it's from. It's from the Golden Girls, which is my favorite show. And honestly, there's a Golden Girls episode for literally every point in your life. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, So Blanche, one of the main characters, gets... This is, by the way, the Golden Girls is a show in the 80s, just in case anybody doesn't know. (laughs) Millennials, you know. I am one, so I can say that. Um, So Blanche uh, meets a guy in a library who's, like, sitting down reading, and he asks her out on a date. And then he pulls later. She says yes. He pulls away and you see he's in a wheelchair. And so she like hymns and haws about going on a date with him. She goes on a date with him, but something, and then she really likes him, but something just feels off. And then she finds out later that he has a wife and Blanche is like his side piece. And she's like, it never dawned on me. You could be a jerk sitting down. And so I just say that. I know that probably makes no sense. Thank you. So for me, I feel like it's like, you never, I mean, I know there's the, you never judge a book by its cover. Right. right? But for me, it's like, anybody can be an asshole. (laughs) So that's how I take it. It's like, oh, no, you feel bad for this person. No, they're probably an asshole. (laughs) So that's just not the most uplifting quote, but that's literally what I live my life by. I feel like that's... Asshole until proven not. Yeah, I feel like that's me. Every conversation I have with Delaney about people I'm mad at, and she's like, well, have you thought about where they're coming from? And And you're like, no. No, I haven't. I think they're just a jerk and they can't walk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a jerk in a wheelchair. That is so funny. I've oh, used that okay. quote in far too many situations, but it's my favorite quote. That's a great I one. love it. Yeah. We have Thank not you. heard that. There's yeah, been no. some repeats on the show, and that is definitely not Well, I yeah. cross my yeah. fingers that Although, it's never... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please. I was going to say, I do feel, though, that they have more like a carte blanche to be an asshole because if I was in a wheelchair, I sure shit would be pretty damn cranky all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't be Sunshines and Rainbows. Totally. That's a really hard life. So, right. I always cranky, and then there's, I'm cheating on my wife. Thank you. (laughs) Sure. Sure. That's That's a good point. You know, be a little frumpy Gus. (laughs) You're ruining a lot of people's lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, that was a good one. Um, Anything before? Before we dive into the meat, anybody? No, I mean, let's ready do it. to dive on in. Okay, so um, if you're not familiar with postpartum depression, I found a couple things on the interwebs. Um, just, you know, if you Google it, WebMD, the Mayo Clinic has lots of good information. Definitely do your own research. Um, so just a little bit of a, a backstory. A PPD is a biological complication of pregnancy. During pregnancy, levels of certain hormones rise and then rapidly fall after giving birth. In some women, these hormone shifts may in- contribute to PPD. Symptoms may include sadness, tearfulness, 
sadness or hopelessness, outbursts or irritability, uh, even over small matters, anxiety or restlessness, feelings of worthlessness or guilt, trouble bonding with your baby, thoughts of harming yourself or your baby. Um, there's a lot of interesting um, information that I had no idea. I really feel like this issue should be talked about more because I'm a 28-year-old woman just finding stuff out about what could happen to me after mm, giving right. birth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so glad that um, we're going to be discussing this. Um, so there's something called baby blues, Right. Um, which might only last a couple weeks after giving birth. So if anything, after a couple weeks doesn't subside, you're now into, guys, I guess, postpartum depression um, symptoms. Um, and then uh, there's something called par- par- oh, postpartum psychosis, which I did not realize, mm-hmm. which is confusion and disorientation, obsessive thoughts about your baby, hallucinations and delusions, oh sleep disturbances, excessive energy and agitation, paranoia, attempts to harm yourself or your baby. So it's kind of, it can be, I guess, a gradual thing. So if it's not subsiding after a few weeks, definitely um, seek some help and yeah. try to get on a plan. There's antidepressants and, and therapy and everything out there. Um, and I didn't realize that new fathers can experience postpartum depression as well i'm sure it's very different than what the mom is going through oh, uh, but same thing uh depression fatigue overwhelmed lots of anxiety so uh, this can affect everybody um yeah so do your own research but that's a little um brief brief overview and uh we'll just get into talking to jesse now about her experience yeah um mm-hmm. so i guess the first question i had was when did you when did you know that something felt different or off? Like was it a sudden thing? Was it gradual? Kind of talk. So about that. for me, I actually also had peripartum depression, which is oh. even less known about. Yeah, it's when you're depressed during pregnancy. So oh, wow. yeah, so I, I we got pregnant and we were trying. Like this wasn't a surprise. This is something that my husband and I both wanted. So it's not like this was a surprise pregnancy. And I was like, Oh my God, my life, what am I going to do? You know, this is something we were actively going after. Um, and so, uh, a couple months in, like after we knew, I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel like those happy, Mm -hmm. you know, like you see everybody and they're like, Oh, you're glowing. I was not glowing. I was not, you know, I was, I mean, I also had a really hard pregnancy. I threw up my entire pregnancy. I was on medication for that, but you know, that's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't feel right. And I remember telling my doctor, I was like, I just, I don't feel right. I don't know how to explain that, but mm-hmm. I don't feel like myself and I'm not feeling like happy. Yeah. And she was like, well, you probably have peripartum depression. So you will likely have postpartum depression. So I wow. was probably one of the rare ones that knew ahead of time that this was mm-hmm. a potential issue for me. Um, and then she said, we can either start you on antidepressants a couple weeks before you deliver, or you can see how you're doing after. And we can talk about treatment then because you might not have it. You're just high risk. And I was like, I'm going to have the cleanest pregnancy. I don't want to take anything. Like, let's see how I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And right after I had her, I was like, this is not good. I felt it. I was instantly for me. Not like, not once I birthed her out and held her, but once that adrenaline rush went away and we were in the hospital, I was like, I just don't feel right. It had nothing to do with her. I didn't, I never felt those feelings of you know, wanting to hurt her or myself. I just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we went home, I just felt like all I could do, I breastfed her. Obviously we talked about pumping. All I could do was feed her and then I couldn't touch her because I was going to ruin her. That was, that was (gasps) my fear. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the fear of like being a bad mom or Mm -hmm. something or accidentally hurting her. Yeah. And it was, it wasn't accidentally hurting her. It was the obsession that I shouldn't have been a mom that I, 
I shouldn't have brought her here and I'm going to ruin her life because I shouldn't have been a mom. So I was like, all I can do is feed her and I can't touch her because I'm going to ruin her. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. It's okay. I'm okay oh, yeah, now. Yeah. You guys, I'm okay I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay now. Yeah. That makes me really sad. It was so sad. But yeah, that's my God. So I actually, my husband about a week later and my mom were like, you can't because I would just sit in the corner of my couch and like hide and cry. And so my husband and my mom were like, you, you have to go. This is not like, cause obviously they were Googling me. We've all read the same articles and I was like, check, 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 check yeah, all of the yeah. supplies to me, you know? Right. Um, so they were like, you have, you have to go to the doctor and you have to, you have to, we have to figure this out because you can't live like this. Yeah. Um, so I went back to the doctor and they prescribed me some, um, antidepressants and those really didn't help. I feel like I'm dragging. Is this a- no, no, this is please, great. Please, okay. You're like yeah, a dream sorry. guest. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I know you said something before about like, oh, no, if please you go guys ahead. want to be funny. It's like, it doesn't always have to be funny. Yeah. We oh, happen no. to be comedians, but like mainly we just want to talk about. Yeah. Things. Comedians okay. are also very yeah. dark people. Sure. So, oh, yeah, I understand. So you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So sorry. So I, uh, I was on, and they put me on antidepressants and I took those for a while and it just kind of took the edge off, but I was just not in a great place. Mm. Um, and I would obsess over it. Like for me, I felt like I hyper-focused on her sleep patterns. Mm. It's like, it makes no sense. I'm sure everybody has a different experience. They might, you know, do different things, but I obsessed over when she was sleeping, how much she was sleeping, how much she was eating, because I told you she had stomach issues. So she was Mm. like lower on the weight scales for a long time, obsessing about what I was eating. Like everything wow. just and then if it wasn't perfect because I'm a type a planner I yeah. felt like I was failing and it would just send mm. me spiraling you know yeah wow can I ask so, how long ago this all sure. was uh so my daughter's 18 months okay yeah so oh, it's only show us a picture she's yeah. very beautiful she's, she's cute, so cute but she's mine so obviously I think <laughs> yeah I've been looking at this yeah well, we yeah. are very beautiful uh, yeah, pop out nuggo. <laughs> it could happen my husband and I always talk about we could have because I'm really hairy okay? <laughs> and I have short arms and legs and he has a short torso and a big furry forehead T-Rex. and I was like we could have a short arm short legged big forehead furball who can't see it can happen we have She's we're gonna have another one so yeah oh yeah so fingers crossed talk yeah. about so you're gonna be trying for a second baby how are you feeling about that are you are you nervous that all this is gonna come back immensely yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, I am an idiot and I (laughs) didn't get help. So I went to the doctor once, got the meds. Didn't really work. Didn't really do much for me, but I felt like how selfish am I to leave my kid who I'm supposed to take care of to go talk to somebody, you know, like that's how I felt. I was like, that seems so selfish. Like she needs me. I need to be able to get my shit together Mm. so I can take care of her. Oh. And I have to st- like, and I was, like I said, I was breastfeeding her. So I was like, how am I going to leave her? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't think about pumping and giving her a bottle, but you know, whatever right. you get there. Yeah. Um, so we want to have another kid. And my husband was like, I, you know, we want to do this, but you need to talk to somebody. We need to get both of us some tools because I mean, really my support system was my mom and my husband and I have good friends, but they, I wasn't, you know, telling them all the things all of everything. Right. Um, but he's like, I need tools to help you if this happens again and you need tools to help you get through it if it happens again. Yeah. Right. And it might, it might not. Some people only experience it once and I'm hoping that maybe I will hmm. be a lucky one that, that only experiences it once. But, um, yeah, yeah. therapy is probably going to be a really good thing for me yeah. to, yeah. to do. Yeah. So yeah. I am nervous about it. I think it would be silly not to be. 
I think it'd be silly not to be nervous to become a parent anyways, because it's such a big, like, it's a big deal. You want to make a good person that's, like, a productive member of society and doesn't suck. Right. You know, like, that's a big freaking deal. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I will find help, I promise. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, thank you for being open about that, well, too. Sure, like, welcome. yeah, I, you don't have it all figured out. None of us do. No. We're just trying our best. Um, when did you feel like these feelings subsided? Or are they still kind of there? Well, for me, it lasted. So I had a really bad experience with my doctor. And she said, because um, I went back for a checkup, and I said, well, how long do I need to be on these antidepressants? And she said, well, you can stop taking them. And if you're still depressed after three months, you just have clinical depression. And that's not true. That is not true. It can last. You can get postpartum depression up to a year after you deliver. So that really, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh wow. So wow. yeah. So that was bad information. And yeah. so I just stopped taking the meds one day, which is also bad advice. Right. My oh, friend, yeah, yeah. You gotta wean off. Yeah. That, my friend yeah. who's a midwife was like, "That was really terrible advice. Start taking them again. Cut the pills in half and like wean yeah. yourself off." So okay. I did that. Um, and it that it lasted. Man, I would trigger. And again, still for me, like her, my trigger is her sleep. It's mm. stupid. It makes no sense. She slept through the night since she was four months old. Like she takes good naps, but if she doesn't take a good nap, I would freak. I would freak out. Mm. And it's really, it's what really was stupid. like. A, what was that fear? It. I don't know. Like that she would be uh, like unhealthy or. It was prone like to I just I read. I was probably overprepared and I read so many books, right? Mm. And I was like, well, if she doesn't sleep, then she's not going to grow and her brain's not going to develop and she's going to be an idiot. Like it would just. No. It was. It made no sense. But it was just these spiraling thoughts of. Yeah. If I can't get her to sleep and she needs it, then I'm and I'm also failing as a mom. Oh, God. You know, it's just yeah. it's like it's it's wanting to meet all of her needs and not realizing that that's just not realistic. You can't mm-hmm. meet somebody else's needs completely, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. yeah so for me, it probably lasted maybe nine month year, maybe. And sometimes mm-hmm. still I will freak out. Um, oh. Yeah. Do you feel like a lot of that comes from, I mean, I know you said you're not clinically depressed, but do you have a lot of, like, perfectionistic tendencies? And you said you were type A. Like, yes. Do you feel like it comes from a place of, like, wanting to do everything perfectly and then having a kid is just, like, so like so much higher stakes of needing to do everything perfectly? Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that is for every type A person, but mm-hmm. it was probably for me. Yes, yeah. I would say, yeah. And for me also, like my, it would come out in like anger. I would get irrationally angry if she wasn't sleeping, like sleeping. We'll just use that because that was my main trigger when she was supposed to be. I was like, no, the books say she's supposed to be doing this. Why? I'm doing everything right. Why isn't she sleeping? And I would just spiral and I would get irrationally mad. I would feel my whole, my whole like physical body would like tense up. I would sweat. I would just get angry. And I'm not an angry person. Like I'm a hothead sometimes. I got a little bit of a temper, but I don't, (laughs) I don't freak out on little things like that. And I was just, I just felt out of control, you know, Mm. because you have a kid, you feel out of control of your life because all of a sudden like your life comes second to taking care of somebody else. And then when she was, I was like, I'm doing everything I can to take care of you. Why aren't you doing what I need you to do? I would then reflect that on myself and get angry and I just hated that about myself wow yeah that's so terrifying about having kids is like you oh I don't want to scare you no 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 (laughs) you're gonna be great babe oh oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) you just told us the most (laughs) heart-wrenching terrifying stories and obviously we're all like oh, a little freaked out to have kids and you're like oh my god don't worry it's it's gonna be amazing I don't want to scare you okay well Well, it's interesting because I feel like I'm talking to myself right now I feel like you and I are very similar people and I 
a hundred percent foresee this for myself. Mm-hmm. So because we're all so type A perfectionistic, and I, you've always talked about how like you you were concerned about losing your identity mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. and the pull between you know being the working mom, the stay at home mom, and what do you do and all that. Um, and I've I've already have those feelings. I don't even have kids yet, so yeah. I really yeah. think. And I my mom um, had uh, postpartum as well, so mm-hmm. I know I think you're more susceptible if it runs in the family. I'm not sure if you read about that a little bit, Jesse, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think my mom did too, actually. Yeah, with my it's just brother really? at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> just with like... your brother. I'm not sure. I need to ask her, but I know that I think there was some depression happening there. She's had depression before, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah. Sure, that wouldn't be unusual. In yeah, that situation. Sometimes my mom jokes about like I'm still going through it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no joke. <It> hasn't ended. Twenty-eight year old postpartum depression. Exactly. <laughs> uh, do you guys have questions? I have a whole list. Oh, here, I, have so I don't want. I think we all have. Okay. Go for it. So Go for it. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, the next one. Um. Actually, you answered a lot of Sorry. stuff. Sorry, no, I this ramble. is great. Oh, you're no, great. This is me? so good. Actually, maybe can we touch? What well, can we touch on the uh, the identity thing? Sure, because we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast. Yeah. When you what was that? What was going through your head when you were like, what well, kind of like who I, who am I now, and how do I kind of talk about myself, or how does this work? Sure. Okay. So um, when I got married. I didn't change my name. Like I very Love like I'm it. proud. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like proud of who I am. My husband's like you're you've Jesse Sella. You've been that your whole life. That's who you are to me. Like I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Um. So I knew when we wanted to have kids, I was always concerned about. Um. I was like, I don't want to lose who I am. Like I don't ever mm-hmm. want to be Vinny's wife or Sophia's mom. Like I don't want those titles to define who I am. Like those are part of who I am. But like I'm Jesse, and I want to I want to keep that. Yeah. And yeah. I don't. And I didn't really realize how hard that balance was going to be until you, until I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was lucky to stay home with her for nine months until I went back to work. Um, but am I answering your question? Yeah. 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 No, keep on okay. going. How Sorry. was it going back to work? Um, going back to work was hard yeah. at first because once Sophia started learning that I was leaving and I was going to be gone for a long time. Oh, man. Leaving started getting hard and I started like sneaking out of the house so oh. I didn't have to confront her crying oh. until I had a friend actually tell me, and this is great advice, that that's a bad idea because then she's not going to trust that if you ever leave a room that she oh. can trust that you're going to you know where you're gonna be yeah 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 Yeah, like she'll be like she'll question where you are she had problems with her son because she was doing the same thing she's like you gotta stop doing that you have to let her see you leave let her feel her feelings and go oh that is oh that's really good advice yeah where were you because i just met her i was like where were you when i was struggling a long time ago (laughs) oh my Um, gosh but um going back to work well for me it was it was easier because i was going back to work with a crew of people that I had worked with my entire career. So I was going back to like working with my best friends. So for me, it was, and they understood like everything that I went through. Well, not everything, but most of the things that I went through, they understand I had postpartum because I'm very open about it. Um, and like if I needed to go pump or cry or anything, yeah. like they would sit in the pump room with me and, oh, <laughs> be, so you know, nice. you know, or any of those things. So for me, it was easier to go back to work. And I was working for someone who, 
loves his wife and daughter. So it's for me, it's always easy to work with someone who loves their family because they understand like you want to go home. You know, yeah. like, if, you get, if you get your shit done and I can trust you, get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So it was hard, but I went to a really good environment. So I was lucky. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I was able to stay home with her in nine months. Like I feel really bad for the moms who either don't have any maternity leave or yeah. have to go back in four months. Like there's still babies. A lot of four month olds aren't sleeping through the night. Yeah. Oh, you're geez. asking them to go back to work. Yeah. Right. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. So did going back to work make you feel like you were sort of kind of coming back into your own identity again? 100%. Yeah. So that was 100% for me. It was really helpful. A lot of moms can stay at home and I think that that's great. But for me, like I need, I need adult interaction (laughs) and I needed, I needed brain stimulation, you know, and I needed to be creative and funny which I know I don't sound very funny right now, but I promise I'm like no, somewhat funny. funny. <laughs> somewhat funny. I'm funny, girl. Um, so, you know, it, and for me, that helped me. I was like, God, this is this is who I am. This is what I needed, you know? Yeah. So for me, it was really helpful going back. Um, yeah, I can only yeah. imagine how isolating it is to be home with your child, even even if it's amazing and you don't have postpartum and your, mm-hmm. your pregnancy was a dream and you never threw up once. Yeah. yeah. After sure. working, mm-hmm. you know, like you do and like so many women do, and then just going to being home every day all the time. Tough transition. I, I can't yeah. imagine how hard that is. Yeah. I also think, I think it's terrible how women judge each other based on that decision. Yeah, right. Whether it's like you got the stay at home moms versus the working moms sometimes. I right. think that's absolute horseshit. I uh, think 100%. it's a, it's an individual decision and it, de- it depends on the personality. Like you said, sure. your personality, you need to be doing certain things. Some people, all they want to be, all they want to do is stay at home and be a mom. And that's fantastic. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, at, did you get any like guilt trips from any other mothers when you said that you were going back to work or that's what you really wanted to do or what? Zero. That's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, most, especially in California, I feel like we need two incomes. So I feel like most of my friends that have kids work. Um, and so I didn't get any of that. I got a lot of, because I'm fortunate enough that like my husband's like, I just want you to, to work when you want to work. Like do the, I work in TV so I can like, I go job to job. So he's like, T- only take jobs that you want. Like if you want to stay home with Sophia forever, you can stay, I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't that's have great. that. Yeah. yeah. That's so like what I does have, your husband do? he's a lawyer. Oh, okay. He, so sweet. Oh, Nailed he it. is yeah. good. He's, he's a good boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> he's great. Her husband's a dog. Um, <laughs> he also has his own dicks by Delaney Love. Plug for you, babe. Hey, yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, I believe he got one before gift. you guys did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, everyone pretty, got one. He's pretty elite. Yeah. I don't have one if it makes you feel any better. Okay, I'm not vindicified. <laughs> um, but no, he's great. He's honestly like what got me through this whole thing. Yeah. I've never met a more patient person in my life because I was a fucking disaster and yeah. probably honestly a nightmare to be around. Mm. Yeah. How? What were some ways that he helped and like supported you through that time? Honestly, just letting me cry like yeah. all the time listening to me telling me things i didn't want to hear really like Like what like uh, like you need help yeah Yeah, you know what i mean and i did and i did and i didn't know i didn't know how to do it i didn't Mm. i felt like Vinny. i don't have time to go shop around for a therapist because i know it's like dating and you have to find someone that you like and i was like i don't have time for that what am i what am i supposed to do with sophia yeah Yeah. i have to pump every three hours what am i supposed to you know like i can't i don't have the time for this and so he would just let me cry or scream or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was doing that a lot. I was waking up crying, <laughs> you oh. know, like I would yeah. wake him up and be like, I don't want to cry by myself. This feels really weird. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, I'll just roll over, but I'm going to go back to sleep because I have to go to work. <laughs> but I mean, he was, 
amazing. I could not have asked for a better partner and I put him through shit. Like I see how people can, you know, lose somebody over this. I don't know if they do. I'm sure people do because I was not fun to be around and I'm a delight. I I mean, to the point where I had no idea that you were going through this. That's how much of a fucking delight you are. Because like I was not seeing any. I mean, we don't see each other all the time. Sure, but anytime I saw you, it was like no, no freaking clue. Yeah. Um. So did you talk before the podcast started? You talked about finding. Did you find like a counselor versus in an app or something? Yet. Okay. But actually, this woman that I follow, an interior designer on Instagram. So go figure that she would be the one that. Who is it? Amber Lewis. She does Amber oh, Interiors. I'm obsessed with literally everything I she might does. Have oh, yeah, nice. I'm sure you do. She's <laughs> amazing. Might, actually. She's, she gives me life. She does not need me to talk about how great she is, how great she is. Um, but she posted, she did a campaign with a bunch of different like influencers, and her thing was postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And so she linked to this Instagram. This was only a few weeks ago, actually. She linked to this Instagram account called it's for postpartum.net. And literally, I was like, what the fuck? Why not? Yeah. Like, this was right after she asked me to come on. And I was like, I need to do something. Like, if this isn't a kick in the ass, I don't know what is. Mm, yeah. So I clicked on the Instagram account. I clicked on their link in their profile. And right there on the on the homepage was a number to text for help. And oh, so I literally text. Great. And this is all because of you, honestly, because oh, you asked wow. me to come on. And I was like, fuck it. And I texted help to the number. And someone texted me back right away. Oh, <gasps> that's amazing. Yeah. So they're there 24-7. I assume it's a great resource. (laughs) But she's like, I'm going to hook you up with the person in your, she's like, give me your um, city, your zip code, and I will get you in contact with the person that's in your area. I'll send an email right now looping her in. And then the next day that woman sent, um, we set up a call. She called me and then she sent me um, references. She's like, here's a list of people you need to call if you don't like any of them. Call me back and we'll do this again. Oh, that's, that's incredible! Amazing. Do you yes. this I was website? like, what this yeah, it's postpartum.net. Okay, literally on their front page <laughs> is a call, like a number you can call or a number you can text, and it's a hotline that somebody mans. Oh, that's amazing! My girl was Sarah. Incredible. She was great. <gasps> what a great resource! Wow. Yeah, I was like, net. yeah, like, it was that's... so easy. I was like, why didn't this come up in my yeah. goddamn Google search? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eighteen Seriously. months ago. Seriously, so... well, we talk about how hard it is to find a good therapist, and uh, I just tried um, BetterHelp.com/slash yeah. selfhelpless. Um, <laughs> and I've been loving it because of the the convenience and all that too. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it, it b- before you start, you're like already stressed out and anxious about it. Mm-hmm. I I had the same feelings about therapy too. So yeah. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. please keep us updated on yeah, how who sure. you end up. Yeah. Up with well, and stuff. just for any other moms out there, I've checked out two of their websites. I haven't called anybody yet because that's I'm a procrastinator. Who can be a perfectionist and a procrastinator? I know, but it's <laughs> me. I embody it all. Are you, are you scared of failure? You're putting off. I'm yeah, scared of failure. Not Literally, doing that's well exactly enough. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Did, mm-hmm. Got through all yeah. that in high school therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, God, you started early. I know. Oh yeah, real early. Uh, but yeah, I had a question. Um, so when you you said you were trying, this was obviously very deliberate. Did you always want kids? Like from the time you were really young, were you not no. sure for a while? I wasn't. So not that I didn't want to be a mom. I just never felt. I hate other people's kids. Yes. OPC. Other people's children. They no, suck. Uh-uh. They yeah. suck. So I was like, man, like I don't want to hang out with you and your fucking kids. Like I want to do my own thing, and I don't like you. Yeah. So I was like, maybe. So then when I got pregnant, I wasn't happy. I was like, man, maybe I wasn't supposed to be a mom. And you know what I mean? And then when I had her and those feelings came that's when everything heightened for me but I was like I was like I never didn't didn't want kids Mm -hmm. I just was like eh. 
Yeah, Whatever. Like, I don't yeah. love kids, but like yeah. I'll have my own because like yeah. I'm great. So like, why would I <laughs> so even no, I don't think I'm great. No, I'm fine. You are great. You're great. When I'm you fine. decided to have kids, though, were you still kind of like, yeah? Like, did you feel like your husband maybe was more gung ho about it? Did you feel like you got to a point where you were like, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. We're gonna be great at this. I was Look more of the latter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like, well, everybody else can do it. Like, why not? I'm constantly fascinated by how people come to the decision to have kids because Me too. Yeah. you just you just never know how you're gonna feel, especially throughout your twenties. Like mm-hmm. when you're the, the difference from when you're twenty to when I'm sure like you're twenty nine is you're a completely different human being, probably several times throughout yeah. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you ever, did you, did, I feel like I'll never feel ready. Like I'll You're feel not. like I'm never going to have my ducks in a row. So like yeah. th- that feeling doesn't come, right? You just do I it anyway. No du- I don't even have ducks. <laughs> I am duckless. No ducks. (laughs) No, I mean, it's just, we got to the point where we were like, well, if we're going to do it, like, I want to do it. Yeah, this is so stupid. No, it's not. This is actually very brilliant. I'll take that back. Okay. We're like, if we're going to have kids, I want to have them young. So when they're out, I'm still young and can do whatever I want. Yeah. Right. So I was like, we're going to have kids young. So like by the time I'm 50 ish, they'll be out of the house. And I've still got like 30 years of living, doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. Yeah. I still happy travel. that you did that. Yes. hundred okay. percent. Can I, can I ask how old you, you are? Ask me. Anything. Okay. And <laughs> like, you know, like I feel like I, how old do you get- think I am? No, oh kidding. no! Don't fucking do that to me. I'm gonna turn it on you. 18. So, I know we have so much info about you now. So I'm like, okay, based on the fact that you have a kid and a husband, and your ring's very nice, I would guess this. But if you had just walked up to me and I had no information about you, I'd be like, okay, so you're an Instagram influencer, oh, you're and you're probably I'm 22, and you take pictures media. on the beach, and that's how you make money. Yeah. That's what I would have assumed about you. Oh, that's you. very kind. So of I you. have no idea how old you are. Yeah. I'm scared of social media. I don't have. I mean, I have just to follow. Obviously, I talked about that woman that I follow, but I have no right. pictures. Um, I'm 30. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm 30. So you had Sophia at 29? I had 28. At 28. And, yeah, yeah, almost 29. Okay. We're, in, we're born in the same month. Get so cracking, guys. Oh, yeah. So Crack. let's go. I need you guys to make oh, yeah. babies Fine. so I, I can hold on. those first. Those you're pretty shiny. Yeah. It is pretty. Yeah. Well, we were together for like 11 years before we got married. So I was like, I get like. I and the other for 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. You guys high school? Yards, right? Oh, dude, they have such a cute story. Yeah, wait, I want to hear the story. (laughs) You don't even have a story. It's like if it's easy, you just stay with that person. That's just kind of like what we did. If it ain't broke, don't fucking leave it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I love, we love each other. We enjoy each other's company. Like that's, I mean, we started. We met when I was 11 and he was 12. He's older. And, you know, and then we started dating when I was 15 and he was 16. And then we just kind of like kept going until we got married. And now, wow. well, we're still going, I guess. Yeah. Oh Did you ever God. break up like even once? I tried once. I tried <laughs> once when I was 16 or 17 and I texted him. I don't even know if I texted at that point. I might have called him yeah. and said, you need to come over. We need to talk. And then he came over and started crying because he knew. And I was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, we don't know. And oh. so we stayed together. And that's <laughs> I felt so bad. And like, it was so stupid. I was a dumb kid. <laughs> so oh, we I never love broke this. Yeah. yeah. 
he's so cute. Great. Yeah, it really is. And it's also nice because we've like both been through all of our shit together. So I don't have yeah. to like explain. I couldn't imagine dating. Oh God, being single sounds like the most terrifying thing in the world. Yeah. It's tough nowadays. It's tough. I could not oh, imagine because like he's seen all of my shit. I've seen yeah. all of his shit. And we don't have to fucking talk about it. Not explain <laughs> like why I'm fucked up. You know why I'm you fucked, fucked up. me up. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. You were there. You've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That That's really interesting to hear the perspective of um, you chose to do it younger because I know that that's like people basically choose one or the other so it's like you have the kids and then you can go live and do whatever you want I still feel like I'm gonna wait till I'm like 35 because I still Mm -hmm. feel like I need to squeeze juice out of the next five years yeah you're also (laughs) traveling all the time yeah and like your lifestyle is yeah, fuck. I can do this for children. <laughs> but I do. It's comforting to hear that you're like, no, you don't get to a point where you're like, absolutely, I want them right now. Like, yeah. you just kind of get yeah. to an age where you're like, well, if we're going to do it, let's do it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. some people do. Yeah. I have yeah, friends yeah. who was like, I have a friend who was like, I want my kids at 27 and 29, and that's when she had him. Wow. So, yeah. you know, and for me, I was just like, oh, God. Mm. Like, I'm a dime, like to time, and I like to like plan things, but I was like, God, I was like 27. I was like, oh, do I want to do this? Yeah. And then I obviously did, so I was pregnant at 27. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, you don't. Yeah. It's a big fucking responsibility. Yeah. 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 Shit. Can we talk? Crazy. You're so honest, and I, I love this. Can we talk about, let's, let's talk about what the day in the life of a mom. Like, oh, okay. I, I want the, I want the gritty details. I want the, like, the highest high and the lowest low. I mean, we talked. I want to know lows, about immediately after you give birth because I know all the gross stuff that happens during it. <laughs> I pooped. Yeah, you did poop. Had <laughs> a girl. I, didn't want, I was like, I don't want to know if I poop, and then I, I was like, I need to know. Did I poop? Wait, you didn't know if you pooped? pooped. No, you can't you feel f- it. Okay, so I was like, I don't want an epidural. I want to do this naturally. What the fuck? So the nurse. <laughs> so I say that, and then the nurse came in holding something, and I was like, What's that? And she's like, It's an epidural for when you're ready. And I was like. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you start going through it. And I was like, she's like, you don't get a trophy. Like, I, I admire anyone that goes through yeah. it, like, without. But it was so much better with having yeah. the drugs yeah. and not feeling anything. But you don't feel anything. Yeah. So My aunt has hole. five. She had the first four naturally. And then oh. the fifth one, she was like, I'm getting I've it. And she was this. like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Did yeah. you have to do, like, a spinal tap mm-hmm. for it? Oh. <laughs> no, but you know what? See, Here's the thing. Too I, much. It's, girlfriend, it's worth it. Let me tell you. <laughs> It's like a minute of it's a, a minute, minute of, of pain like versus, discomfort, yeah. uncomfortable, and then it's like relief. Oh, yeah. oh I'm getting all the relief. drugs. I want drugs immediately when I get there. Next time, I'm yeah. telling Until you, girl. I, I was and like, then whenever your best anesthesiologist comes in, send it my way. Uh, yeah, or her. She, excuse me, how gender normative of me. When she gets in, you send her my way. My <laughs> when cousin? they get in, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm so sorry. Yes, you're right. I know. I, it's fine. We're all learning. My cousin um, is like a doula, and she has had three kids now, and she does home births. And oh my goodness! She had a photographer what? there, what? F- photographing her birth session, and she sent me the link to it. And she's like, you know, I don't know if you're gonna get through all of it, but like, if you're interested, it's pretty artistic and cool. But she's like, you know, you'll start to see when it's about to happen. And I, I definitely went one click too far, and I saw, I saw a lot. <laughs> Can and you send that to me because I feel like that would help with my baby fever. Oh, it'll that would kind of curb you. that appetite. It'll buy you a few years because <laughs> it's a lot. But she's like, like a woman of the forest, like basically like squat, like oh. squats down on like her living room floor, like gets on all fours oh. on her bed and like put, shot a baby right out, and like the midwife caught her and Whoa. like it's yeah. 
It's Are like, there supposed to be wow. benefits to that? Like, I, I know people yeah. say like it's better if you're not drugged up because then the baby's not drugged up. I'm like, does well, that really matter that it's much? It's also kind of like pooping though, where like if you squat, there's a natural it's gravity right. helping you. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. with childbirth, that's a better angle. And you know, if you're on a bed, you're yeah. like nothing's helping there. You're right. just on your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They but just tip the bed a little bit. But they got the freaking yeah. they got the action <laughs> button. So can't they just the technology? Go a little, I, I think <laughs> I, I really want to. I, but I think I want to be in a hospital just for like safety, right? Yeah. Is, did you yeah. go? Did you have any like um, question of if you were doing it at home or in the hospital? Or did you know for sure hospital? We I knew for sure hospital. Okay. We had a friend. Not that. Listen, I love women that are able to do it like at home. I think that's the fucking coolest thing, honestly. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to do it. Yeah. But I get it and I think it's yeah. fucking amazing and like to each their own. For us, um not that this scared me out of it cuz I always planned on hospital because god forbid something goes wrong now you have to get you or your kid to the hospital. Exactly. All yeah. those min- all those seconds are precious, right? Oh yeah. yeah. But we had a friend who had um who went to a birthing center actually. So she wasn't even at home and she labored for too long there before they sent her to the hospital. And she had to have an emergency c-section which was not her plan like she wanted obviously going to a birthing center she wanted like a natural birth and all of this stuff and i was just like you know what god forbid something goes wrong like we're going to the hospital Mm -hmm. yeah so that was the plan all along yeah Yeah. that's right yeah i didn't mean to overlap your question because you asked about the day in the life oh no yeah whether we just talk about that i know i I just i want to know like okay outside of of experiencing postpartum Mm -hmm. depression are there days where you're like i this is probably going to sound really shitty. Are there days where it's like, I don't think I should have done this yet. Like, be mm-hmm. a mom yet. And I, I feel bad that Sophia don't, might see this no, one day. She but whatever. I think she there's needs people to that know. feel that way. And I just like, I want to know if that ever crosses your mind as a parent. Um, during my postpartum, like I said, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have been a mom. Like, yeah. the, I had those thoughts. Right. But I never, I don't feel like ever I shouldn't have had her or Mm. but I do have I mean selfishly I have those days where I'm like I don't want to take care of somebody else I want to lay in bed and I want to finish binge watching Mindhunter (laughs) and I don't want to watch like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and not that we have the TV on all the time for her but like you know I want to sit down every once in a while so we turn it on and she stares at it and I'm cool with that so don't judge me (laughs) not judge but um no I you do have and anybody that says they don't don't have those days I think is full of shit yeah. because yeah. there are days where you're like I don't want to even take care of myself I want to lay in bed and I want to eat shitty food and I don't want to have to get up and take care of somebody else right yeah. you know yeah so those days I think exist and they probably exist more often than they should but I love Sophia and like people would ask like ask me are you happy being a mom and my answer was always I'm happy being Sophia's mom mm. which I don't know if that makes any sense yeah. to you but for me when I was going through all of my shit I was like man when I was thinking maybe being a mom wasn't the right thing for me I'd be like no being her mom is cool you know oh, like being yeah. I have to remember like being her mom is great yeah like, other kids suck but she's cool <laughs> like, she's cool she's yeah. cool, she's cool. so, so yeah Okay, so you asked what it was like right after delivery. Yes. Oh, you yeah. asked a day in life. I can ask. Did you have to like, wear a diaper for a while? It's not like yes, part of it's it. It's fucking gross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was your butthole just like on the outside yeah. of your well, body? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't. It was like, so, what was inside so of it? I will tell now. you what, the first. <laughs> my husband was like, I don't want to watch. I don't want to see anything. And I said, Great, because I don't want anybody down there that's not supposed to be down there. And then he watched the whole fucking thing. So. <laughs> So there's that. But then, like, I didn't know. Like, I didn't take any classes. I was like, I have my mom. My mom will teach me how to be a mom. I don't want to go, like, learn from some other person I don't know. So I didn't know what was going to happen. So they found out. They knew I wanted to breastfeed. So, like, they take her out, and they, like, clean her up, and then they 
put your baby on your chest and then she starts fucking pecking at me and I was oh. like like a fucking chicken she's like <laughs> this like looking for my nipple and I was like oh. and I was like what the fuck is happening oh why is she pecking they start bleeding dry immediately <laughs> right away right away she started like pecking at my chest and I was like oh my god what did I get myself into what is happening to my body right now and then they just fucking go on your nipple and I was like this is not like I'm sure a lot of moms are like oh my god this is what I was born to do and I was like what is happening I am something on my nipple that's not my husband sorry mom yeah. what the fuck is happening does right. it hurt it hurts so bad oh. it hurts so bad do you gotta put like nipple cream and all that you have, stuff? To, you have to get nipple cream it's a godsend like yeah. I had a friend oh who's nip, like your nipples can bleed and crack and then like, I had a friend who showed like snapchatted me a picture of a piece of her nipple that came <gasps> and I was what like, I and I was like, you have to send me a pre, like, hey, something terrifying is coming your way before you send me that. Yeah, like, I'm not safe for work. Not safe. <laughs> or ever. Not yeah. safe ever to look at. How much nipple are we talking about? I mean, there's a little, just a little there's chunk. There's only so much nipple. Just a little piece. But it was terrifying. I didn't have that experience, but I do remember the nurse coming in and saying, <laughs> you're going to be great, babe. Be it's great, fine. Mom. It's fine now. And I you know you my nipples do, too much. You can do formula. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> formula ki- formula kids probably, are just fine. Yeah, you could probably just uh, put your fake fine. nipple on. No, but I <laughs> I mean, I got <laughs> a little already fake. The titties are already fake. Why as well get fake nipples? Like a crown. You can do a crown on your tooth. them on. People do that. Yeah, they do that. Yep. It's true. So I continue. Oh, no. I'm sorry. This is great. This is great information. So, no, I didn't take advice. I had one of my husband's co-worker said walk around topless like really get your nipples used to like being out and like like you think about chapped lips like if you lick chapped lips it makes them worse right Right, right. so she's like dry them out make like get them used to it walk around topless do whatever and i did and i was like oh i'll be fine i was not fine it hurts and i remember the nurse came in and she's like okay she needs to eat every like two to three hours and that's you realize that's two to three hours from when she starts, right? And like <gasps> she would breastfeed for like 30 or 40 minutes. And when she said it to me, I was like, wait, I have to do it again in like an hour? And I just started crying. I, this, no I know you guys are not laughing, but I'm, I'm just holding up. I didn't I even realize ridiculous. I was doing it. And I'm like, no. Seriously, <laughs> thank you for being honest. I'm Listen, serious because like, I, we need to tell you that it hurts and it hurts so bad. And then, but honestly, after two weeks, it's like, whatever. Because they're just chafed. Two weeks. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, but then, I mean, I had, I don't know how much you guys want to know. I could, ramble, I could ramble about this forever. Just but, tell me everything. Okay, so I've <laughs> <laughs> running oh, on too far. We need to make educated decisions about doing this. Yes. And I like having all of my information. Yeah. And a lot of people are not forthcoming about this information. That's true. Okay, yeah. so this is another sad story. No, we just had, no, my daughter and I, she's great and we are very attached. Um, she loves me. She's obsessed with me. And it goes both ways. But she stopped <laughs> breastfeeding at two months old. So I pumped from when she was two months to when she was 12 months every three hours, except I would sleep through the night. Um, but she had the food allergies, and I didn't know. And she had acid reflux. And with babies, they have no, like, there's, like, when we have it, we can, like, and, like, choke it down. They don't have that. They have a valve. They, it's, like, with the reflux babies, their valve that, like, stops the esophagus isn't fully formed. So if they need, if they need to they'll just spit up everywhere all the time like babies throw up but she was doing it an an insane amount of time and every time i would lay her down they don't like laying flat lay her down to breastfeed the acid would whoosh up her esophagus and she would push off me and start crying so she rejected my boobs which hurt my feelings because i was like i went through all that with my nipples for fucking nothing yeah um 
But uh, where was I going with this? Why did I start sad story? This sad story. Acid reflux, food allergies, food allergies. So when she started something. saying no to the nip, where did what well, happened next? How I does went. That work? I don't even know why I started this, but I'll tell you all this. Um, so we took her to a GI doctor, as I talked about in the beginning, and she tested her, and she said, "Okay, she's got acid reflux and food allergies. Take all these things out." I wish I knew why I started. talking. You'll come back no, to this. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you'll get to this it. This is all great. Go, girl. So, um, how long do you have to wear I... the diaper? Oh, the diaper. Okay, yeah, so I, I had to pump like every three hours. I struggled with milk supply. It's fine. It's whatever. I had a friend donate milk by the time Sophia could eat everything, and things were great. So the diaper. Yeah. So I didn't know that I ripped, which you can, oh. you rip, right? Yeah. Do you either rip or they cut yeah, you they or both? Cut you, they right? don't like to cut anymore because they think, <sighs> I know. So there was this old, old school way of thinking. You poor thing. Are you okay? <laughs> Even gonna have kids like for another few like five yeah, years. You'll right? forget you'll about it. Don't watch this. this. Yeah, yeah. Don't watch this episode or listen to it when you're planning on it. Um, so they don't like cutting anymore because they think it's less sterile to open you up. They'd rather if you're gonna rip, just rip and they'll fix you later. So I ripped. They gave me a stitch, but I didn't and and I didn't know that. They didn't tell me. She just like, why, why would they me. not tell you that? I don't know because my daughter didn't tell me. So then I went. You should sue. I should sue. <laughs> no, if there's a fucking stitch in your cooter, people better tell they you. They probably just That's... assumed I knew. What? Yeah, but I don't if you know. can't feel anything, how could you? Anything. Yeah, so you, so you found out what days later? Well, here's Next the thing. Day? So I'm I'm in a lot of like I'm hobbling around because I'm in some pain and I didn't. I mean, I assumed it was just because I just delivered a baby and like of course yeah. I'm in pain. Yeah. And so like I, you would pee and like dab yourself and oh actually oh. You, you don't dab yourself they give you a spray bottle that you're supposed to spray yourself with water after you pee because you can't wipe because oh. at least i don't know if that's because i had a stitch or not or just because you had a baby but they don't want you to like so you hurt yourself wa- so they give you, yourself they give you a bottle and you i can't believe what it, if you it's poop? so weird no one knows this i don't stuff. know yeah, any of you the same thing same you thing you spray you gotta spray no. babe Wait, you, you just, don't wipe it off you can't it's yeah, basically bidet. like a bidet, bidet it's a yourself. hand bidet oh my god it's like a, a that's hand that's not bidet. enough no. for poop i have to wipe when i poop yeah that's a little spray bottle's not fixing that you have to spray oh, your God. stuff. You had to do, I had to do it when I went home, too. So you, I was in the hospital for two days, um, and I did it when I went home. I don't remember. They tell you you don't remember, and I'm like, bullshit, I'm going to remember fucking all of this, but I don't. Yeah. I wow. don't. And then um, they give you these ice packs. You wear, like, a, this really fucking ugly, it's not even, a, it's a diaper, like you said, and you put ice packs. They give you these, like, breakable ice packs. You know, like, you have it, like, when you played sports, and, like, you just mm-hmm. pop an ice pack and put it on, but you put it in your little fucking diaper. Yeah. Sorry, I swear a lot. No, that's and then you perfect. just you wear that, and uh, and you heal. But I was I was spraying, and I was just like feeling down there because I was like, hmm, what's going on down there? How how am I now? And I was yeah. like, oh god, there's a big lump. <gasps> but I had a bunch of people. I had a bunch of people in my room, and I was like. I was like, I'm in a lot of pain and I don't know why. And she's like, oh, you probably have a hemorrhoid, but there's a ton of people in the room. So I don't want to, I won't check you. We'll just give you hemorrhoid cream, which by the way, I got the bill for very expensive at a hospital when it's like $3 at the store. Well, yeah, it's like $5 for an ibuprofen. It's ridiculous. Uh, Anyway, come prepared to the hospital. (laughs) Can you bring your own pills? Don't let them gut you. Unclear. Um, but, uh, then another nurse checked me. She's like, Oh, you don't have a hemorrhoid. You have, you ha- it's just your stitch. You're just a little bit swollen. So I had been putting fucking hemorrhoid cream <gasps> on my stitch for no reason. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like, this is miserable. Why is this happening to me? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I know. Okay. It's not that big of a deal, but I was like, I don't want to touch that thing if I don't have to. It's 
Dude, did you feel like a little forgotten about like, yo, um, like everybody's all about the baby when the baby comes out. I was like, dude, I'm still here and in pain and I got shit going on and nobody even bothered to tell me that I got, I ripped. hundred percent. So uh, this is, (laughs) this is not postpartum anymore. This is just fucking, this is birth. birth. So much birth. So with all of this, wrecking your basement. Is it not? <laughs> I just want to say for the record, I am not wrecked any longer. <laughs> so I am fine. Kegels. Did it come Remodeled. back? Well, you came back, babe. Elastic. Do you do any of that? Mm-mm. It's fine. It just fixes itself. Mine did. I don't pee. Like I don't have any of those weird oh, things great. where you like yeah. laugh and sneeze and pee. I did right. that when I was pregnant, but not now. Is it as tight I, as it, it happens was? to me just having a I'll tampon ask, in. Yeah. I'll ask Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. I asked her, is it it's as tight, tight as it was? You don't have to worry about anything. Fucking Chinese finger trap. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's Wait, what was your question? Sorry. Um, mm, C-section. I mean, everybody says that that's like, w- w- like a huge major surgery that oh, most yeah. people would like to avoid. Mm-hmm. But when you do a C-section, then you don't have any of the basement problems. Yeah. So, I mean, where did you stand on that? Way bigger recovery, though, right? Way bigger recovery. Yeah, well, my mom had two C-sections, and hers, she she was like, I healed just fine. Everyone was surprised how well I healed. But then I had friends who had them who, like, really struggled. Mm -hmm. And for me, I feel like having a surgery like that and then having to take care of a baby would be harder. So, for me, it's not my ideal. But some people plan them, you know? Like, it's all to each their own. It's so hard. Because I've thought of that, too. Like, I was a C-section section and mm-hmm. i've thought about it and when i was younger i was like i'm gonna get a c-section that sounds way easier you should get them out <laughs> yeah and but then you really think about it and you're like oh, i don't want to tear i don't want to rip and then you're like okay so you're just gonna have them rip your saw ab- open your yeah, abs saw yeah. open your stomach like how is that less yeah. whatever oh, but it feels God. more controlled somehow i don't know yeah. and the way my dad described them getting me out of my mom oh yeah was like Alarming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, they told me not to look. I looked over the curtain. And they like jumped on your mom and were like, like working you out from, it was. Oh my gosh. I didn't know you were a C section too. I it also was, yeah. was. And they said that my shoulders were so wide that it was just like trying to get a football player out of a hole. And <laughs> oh they were just tugging God. at me. But my mom was like scared into a C section because I was a big old baby. So they basically <laughs> said, like, probably best if she doesn't come wow. through the mm-hmm. vagina. Um, <laughs> oh, was it wasn't that you were in a weird position. I was like, upside down. This is going to be a 10 pound baby. So oh, it's up to you. But highly recommend. Uh, a c-section yeah. so sh- that she went with that because of and how did she feel about the c-section um i mean it's, i'm i'm her only kid so she doesn't so really have good. anything to compare she's got nothing to compare it to yeah. but um she said yeah it was, it was a tough recovery it's i mean yeah. it's, it's a major surgery and then yeah like jesse said on top of it then you got to take care yeah. of this baby yeah that's true yeah. i have to go i know so oh, God, i could rough. this could have been like a two-hour episode oh my god i, I, I want to ask you about like pregnancy and all this shit but I yeah i'll answer anything maybe we could have you back on for like a part two sure. seriously yeah. actually can guest. i touch on something that you said just yes. now yes quickly when you were like uh you talked about you know did you feel forgotten about in the hospital mm-hmm. because you were like everyone cared about the baby and you felt like no one told you anything yeah. honestly to me that's that can kind of sum up how i felt with postpartum oh. not that oh. not that people didn't care about me but i felt like i didn't either didn't deserve the attention or i felt like she needed it because you know she had all of her health problems and mm. she's a baby and i'm an adult i should be able to figure this out mm. and i just felt like is somebody going to ask if I'm okay? Because I'm not okay. Oh, you know what I mean? Man. Yeah. So wow. like, yeah. and not that people weren't like, people would be like, oh, how are you? How are you doing? And like my experience just felt so different than what I expect 
expected or what people yeah. expect, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I know you have to leave, but I just wanted no, to touch on okay. that really quick. So that like, yeah. And honestly, like for anybody listening, just talk about it. The more that I talked about it, the more I realized that a lot of people have postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. Like I had really bad anxiety too. I didn't want to leave my house, mm. um, which I didn't really talk about at all. But it's really common. It's more common. Unfortunately, it's very common. Yeah. But the more you talk about it, the more you realize that people go through it, which is why, like like you said, Delaney, you and I don't hang out all the time, but like I talk about it. I just yeah. tell people. So like yeah. if somebody else goes through it, they're like, well, at least some, I know somebody that went through it. And maybe it's yeah. not that abnormal and it's not that weird. Yeah. Totally. You know? Absolutely. Thank you for oh coming gosh. and sharing. Thank you for oh, having me. So I'm sorry amazing. if this was yeah. really depressing. No, this is amazing. Shut up. Have a kid if I you just want won't one. have kids anymore. But seriously. <laughs> <laughs> and I did my job. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, you were amazing. Thank and like, you. I'm so glad to be so much more informed. I do need to hear a lot of things. Seriously. So. Yeah. Um, I think you literally answered all my question because I was just going to basically ask you, what would you like the general public to know about postpartum? What would you like other women to know who might be suffering from it and maybe don't realize it? Um, but you just covered all that. Thank you. It's yeah. common. This is one of my favorite ones for sure. Really? Yes. Yeah. Got you so good. My nipples just got hard. <laughs> For different reasons. I'm not kidding. You saw my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. Oh, I don't wear bras anymore, by the way. Like, oh, my God. That's, oh, my, oh my God. God. I love you. Jessie, well, yeah, you're, if, if we haven't already given you a reason to subscribe to our YouTube, you better go down. Oh, there it is, everybody. Hard nips. Um, uh, please write in to selfhelplesspodcast at gmail.com if you want to send a message to Jessie. She's not a big social media person, which she talked about. Um, so we will relay the information. So if you loved her, if you identified yeah. with what she said, if you have questions, anything, we will uh, put you uh, put her in touch with those messages. Yeah. Subscribe yeah. to Self Helpless on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and review. And uh, share the podcast with a friend if you love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that you want to sign off with or anything else? Um, if you're going through it, you're not alone. Talk to somebody. Talk to literally anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone will listen Aww, to you. And yeah. go to postpartum.net. It's so far for me. Like I said, I haven't followed through because that's the kind of person I am. But it seems like a really, really good resource that I f- wish I knew about a long time ago. And thank you guys for having me. Yeah. And talking Thanks about it. Yes. Thank you. All right. We'll Ooh. talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Why won't it let